Welcome back to the Cubit Mental Wellbeing Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to share with you my story and my experience with the coronavirus. Now, I've just recovered from the coronavirus and yesterday was my last day in isolation legally. So my it was my 10th day yesterday and I am allowed out from today. Uh, so I just want to share with you my experience of my whole experience of the coronavirus. Now, I'm not one to normally talk about this subject and to go into it because of various reasons and it is just it's everywhere and a lot of people have affected and it's just it's everywhere and I just don't normally talk about it. However, people have reached out to me and a lot of people have asked me if I could share with them my experience and have said it would be excellent if I could make a podcast about my experience and everything I felt and how I got through it personally. So I've decided that if if it can help somebody out there, then it's it's just it's definitely worth it. So remember that everybody experiences the coronavirus, but also the flu, the cold, any other illness and virus, everyone experiences it differently. And remember I am, well, if you don't know, I'm 27 years old. I'm relatively healthy, fit young lad. I have suffered with pneumonia quite severely in the past when I was younger. And other various things with my lungs and heart <clears throat> and um but yeah it's good to remember that this is my experience it may be different and it will be different for each different person we all experience it different however this is my experience and what happened to me now what's today is wednesday so thursday two weeks ago on the Thursday, I came over with fluey, cold-like symptoms, and nothing too bad. It was just a stuffy head, headache, achy eyes, lethargic, and heaviness. I was doing a lot of things around the house. I was I had to paint. I was changing some light bulbs and doing a bit of plumbing, and. I came over very lethargic and heavy and my head ached and it was difficult. I had no paracetamols on me and I am not one to ever take painkillers and paracetamols and I know that can sound strange to some people. However, this is just me. It's not that I don't believe in it. It's just that I don't take them because I only I only take them if I'm desperately desperate and that's just that's just me personally so I never normally take paracetamols um, and I wouldn't have taken them at the time if I had any anyway however I didn't have any on me and it just was a constant achy head and tiredness heaviness and it just felt difficult you know how it is with a coldy fluey thing and um 
so the Thursday went on, I was painting and doing this. It, it made me feel a lot worse. I had to get it done. I won't go into why, but I had to get these things done. And the next day, which was would be Friday, I had a lot to get done. And I didn't want to be feeling like that because I had to get a heck of a lot of different jobs and things done. However, Thursday night, I had this constant sort of dull headache. It wasn't the worst headache I've ever had. It was just a general dull headache but it was just constant it was just there constantly and I couldn't move because it sort of pulsed just a general headache and heaviness so in the evening I I found some paracetamols and I thought you know what why not so I took a couple of paracetamols and before you know it half an hour or so the headache went away, so I sat down and I actually played on the PlayStation just to keep my mind occupied. And um, that helped. The paracetamols took it away. And the next day, I had a lot to do. So I got up about five o'clock in the morning and I felt a little bit ropey, but I was definitely better. So I had a Lucozade Orange Fizzy and a couple of paracetamols just to boost me up ready for the stuff I had to do and I had a tiny little bit of heavy head in the background nothing to worry about and the Friday I actually felt like I was getting better and I was fine and I was like this is good I feel fine I rushed about I painted cleaned down different things and um, cleaned away some mold and things obviously was the worst thing to do all this didn't help but I felt better and I thought oh yeah it was just a little cold thing I usually get better in sort of a day overnight I'd normally get better and I thought oh that's good it's not gonna really be the coronavirus anyway um however obviously we're in lockdown and thinking of other people I'm I'm not going anywhere and being in contact with anyone just in case however I thought us I'm better Friday, the whole day, I rushed about, painted, fixing things, moving some things. Uh, still, again, a lot of bending and moving, and I weren't too bad. I weren't too bad. Evening came, I wasn't too bad. I watched a couple of films, ate some food, moved about, the usual. So the Thursday, two weeks ago, I was quite bad in the sense of a coldy, fluey thing. Nothing serious, nothing that I couldn't deal with I'd normally still back in the day before the coronavirus you know do a lot of physical gymming and things because it'd just be a little cold and I I like to get the blood flowing and my lungs moving however obviously this day and age you got to consider other people so and it's lockdown anyway but anyway that was my Thursday I felt pretty ropey like I was going downhill it felt like the start of something Friday I felt better I felt better but then Saturday so I went to sleep Friday night Saturday was a very very strange day I woke up in the morning early um I'm sorry I'm just drinking a cup of tea at the same time I woke up on Saturday and it was it was strange. Now, I wasn't like 
ill and, and what you know really ill like you can be but I was I was hallucinating I was you know when you're getting pretty ill fluey and you're so tired and you close your eyes and, and you're like it's like you're dreaming you can start seeing things and people and seeing things I know it sounds strange but I was hallucinating and I was I was awake and I was in that weird sort of lucid state and I was laying there seeing these things and feeling very like strange I wasn't desperately ill I was just feeling strange my head was weird I couldn't get up though I couldn't get up my my strength had gone I wouldn't say my energy had gone I'd say my strength was gone and I was I was hallucinating and it was a very strange experience so I I pulled myself out of bed and sort of went in to see how my dad was because he'd been the same sort of way and he wasn't in a good way however I I couldn't stand I had to I kneeled down and just laid like kneeled beside the bed and laid on the side of the bed with my face down trying to see how he was and I was in this weird place my head was weird I had no strength and I was I was just so heavy and we were it was it was strange I'm not saying it was very bad or anything I'm just saying it was a very strange experience I was just hallucinating and I laid on the floor and I couldn't move I just couldn't move not from a painful point of view it was just that I was heavy I felt so heavy and moving was just effort so I went back into bed and I laid there and I, I laid there for another couple of hours and I, I was just feeling extremely strange. And it's, it's the headache. That's my experience of the coronavirus. If I could say anything, it was the head. I just had a constant headache and my eyes. If I looked anywhere other than straight, my eyes would ache massively, like behind the eyes. So the Saturday was the weirdest day ever for me. It was, it was strange. So I'm, I'm then managed to get out of bed because I had read something somewhere the previous week. I will just get that up on my phone. I found something on online. It was about how to fight COVID at home. So I had a quick, I copied and pasted it just in case I needed it or I could share it with somebody. And... So I'll just read, but I'm not sure how true this is, but I came across this, so don't take this as what you've got to do. This is just what I came across, and it seemed to, it sounded pretty legit. So what this says, it says, what can I do to help fight this at home? This was someone who was apparently talking to a nurse, and she said, sleep on your stomach at all times with covid when you can if when this is i guess this is if it's very severe because i actually spent a lot of time on my back and i didn't have any problems with it but i i did take note um it was just saying that if you sleep if you can't sleep on your stomach because of health issues and it's better to sleep on your side because when you lay on your back as you know that when you've got a coldy flu and you lay on your back all through the night you normally feel worse in the morning because it, you know, it allows fluid and things apparently to set in your lungs. So it's good to sort of set your clock every few hours whilst, you know, you're sleeping or laying there. 
and just get out of bed and walk about for sort of 15 to 30 minutes. Just try to walk about moving your arms around because it just helps to open your lungs. It just says to sort of breathe in through your nose, sort of deep, if if you can, and then out through your mouth. This will help build up your lungs and get rid of anything in your lungs. So breathing deep is quite important if you can. And if you're sitting in a chair, it's just try and sit up straight. And again, just just if you're really suffering, spend a minimum time on your back. And to get up and walk about during commercials, if you're watching telly and things like that. Again, I'm not sure how true this is, but this recommends eating a couple of eggs a day and bananas, avocado and asparagus. It says that these are good for potassium. Drinking sort of Gatorade Zero, Powerade Zero, anything with electrolytes just prevents you from becoming dehydrated. That does say don't drink anything cold. Have it at room temperature or warm it up. Uh, Water with lemon and honey, peppermint tea, apple cider are good suggestions for getting in fluids. It does say here, I'm not sure how true it is, but no milk products. Um... It says vitamins D3, C, B, and zinc can supplements can be good. Um, that says drink a smoothie of blueberries, strawberries, bananas, honey, have tea. Oh, it says a spoon or two of peanut butter. Obviously, these are just some guidance things that may help. And that's just what it said. So I kept this in my mind to try not to allow my back too much and to get up and move about and when my dad was getting quite panicky and funny when he was laying there a lot he started he did start feeling really bad and I told him you know it does say get up and move about so we did keep getting up and moving about together walking about moving our arms and it did help if I'm honest that that did help um, but again, I wasn't, you know, the worst I'd ever been when I'd had the flu before my personal experience, the flu that I had before was a hundred times worse than this coronavirus for me personally. Um, and obviously I'm fortunate because a lot of people have it extremely worse and it's, and it's dreadful. However, my experience, the flu, when I had that was a hundred times worse but the Saturday was the worst day I had. So again, the Friday, the, the Thursday, I started feeling like I was going downhill. Friday, I felt better. Saturday, I was hallucinated. I didn't know where I was or who I was. And But I got up, moved about, and it sort of went away. But the headache, constant headache. So I had to keep taking these paracetamol. And remember, I'm not someone who would take paracetamol. So the head was uncomfortable. So Saturday, I'll say was my worst day, but the headaches and the eye aches were constant. So that was my that was my main problem. Um, the tiredness and hallucinations was was strange. The afternoon wasn't the worst because I watched a couple of things with my dad. We done a bit of puzzle together, walked about. So I had some teas. I did for me personally. I had about 100 cups of teas and I found that really helped me um I'm drinking one now so uh, I don't know if it's the the warm 
you know, the warm fluid, I think I definitely would say drinking cups of teas really helped me, even if it was just to comfort me. However, so then the headaches would come back when the paracetamols had worn off. However, I only took two on the Saturday. And then in the evening, I can't have been that bad because we ordered in, I ordered in a big McDonald's. And I am normally, I like to watch my diet and and eat the right things. However, I ordered a big McDonald's and I had a double bacon cheeseburger with a meal, large, with a wrap and another burger and a McFlurry. When I go in, I go in. Um, Obviously, I didn't come in contact with anybody. He put it at my door and walked away and I had it that way. So I couldn't have been that bad. However... We got the McDonald's and we started watching this film. So we ate that and me being me had gone within four minutes. And I laid back on the sofa and I started feeling funny. Like just, I can't explain it. It was was just achy and funny. My head was starting to get bad again. But it was dark and me and dad were watching the film. This was about, what time? It would have been about five, 20 past five. So we had the lights off and we were watching the film and I was laying on a sofa. Now I don't fall asleep easy. I don't fall asleep at night, let alone sort of daytime, early evening. And it was about half past five, I'd say. We were watching this film and I just kept disappearing. That's all I could say. I was falling asleep, but I just, I fell in a weird way where you're asleep, but in a light sleep and you're sort of awake, but asleep. And I just fell into that sort of state throughout the whole film pretty much and then the film ended and I sort of woke up like uh uh I didn't know what was going on I was sort of making a few weird noises and probably dribbling a bit um however it wasn't bad but I just felt weird and heavy and just not 100% with it and then it was sort of about seven o'clock so we decided to go to bed because we were just both feeling very strange. That's all I can explain is strange. However, I had no high temperature, no tickly throat, none of the symptoms that they say really, that I know of. And so I, I thought somewhere that asked oh, the coronavirus because it's very strange. However, my mum works with the NHS and she has to take tests at home and her test on the Thursday my dad we hadn't come in contact with anyone however I believe my dad got it he went and had the flu jab and he went downhill from there he was he had like flu like symptoms like a a while before me however my mum like I was saying has to take coronavirus tests at home in the morning and she took one on the Thursday and she was she was negative and she had a little sort of sniffle like we we did. So she was negative on the Thursday. But me and me and dad we were at our worst on the Saturday. Um and mum I think started getting a bit worse well she got a a bit of this which we believe was a coldy flu on the Saturday. 
However, on the Sunday, she felt better. So on the Saturday, where was I? Me and dad went to bed quite early, like seven, because we were we were feeling very heavy, ropey and tired. And it, again, my headache was coming back. So I went to bed and went to sleep. I actually got a good night's sleep that night, I think. Woke up on the Sunday, started feeling better. Still had this headache though. And then I got, uh, on the Sunday, I got a bit of a, tickly throat in the morning however I put this down to sort of you know laying in bed all night I had my window open to get some fresh air in because fresh air is good for the coronavirus as well obviously don't get cold because that's the worst thing to do but I had I I had a warm fleece and trousers and thick Christmas socks on I had quite a lot of covers on my bed and I laid there I just got you know, I was warm and I had the window open. It was quite nice. But normally when I have the window open, I wake up and I have a bit of a tickly throat and a weird heavy chest. That's just what I normally do, even when I'm not ill. Um, however, that soon went. But I just had the constant dull headache. I wasn't that bad. Usually, if it was a cold or thingy, a cold or fluy symptoms, I'd have thought I was getting better. So that was Sunday. My Sunday was just... This constant headache, dull headache with eyes aching. However, I was definitely a lot better than Saturday and I would have thought I was getting better. Throughout the day, I got better. Evening came. I still had this dull headache though. Uh, Mum was feeling good. Dad was a bit funny, but, you know, getting better. Then Monday morning came. I woke up. I had a weird throat, tickly throat. And I felt funny, thought I had the coronavirus because it was a, it was just a different feeling. I wasn't bad at all, but I felt funny and it was the headaches that were for me. Mum took a coronavirus test and it came out positive. And this was early Monday morning. I didn't feel too bad. It was just this dull headache and... It was positive. The test was positive. So we had to go and get tested officially at one of these drive-through tests. So after some time of finding out how to do that and sort that out, we managed to book that in for an hour's time or so, which was quite good going. There was one just down the road, and obviously we all had to go and get our tests done. So we got together, got ready, got in the car, and we drove down and got this test done. It was it was an uncomfortable experience in the sense of obviously you have to have your windows shut and you're trying to talk and you've got your masks on they've got their masks on you can't hear them they shout obviously they've got a lot on a lot to do and they you know so they're trying to speed it up but we so it was uncomfortable um it was quite a pain because we got tech we got emails of the barcodes my dad doesn't have an email He's old school. He doesn't have a new phone, so he only got a text. He showed him the text, but they wanted the barcode, but he didn't have one. So that got in a bit of a funny sort of position, which took a little while. But we got past that, and then they give us the test. We had to do the tests in the car while we phoned the lady outside. And then we'd put them in a bag, 
pass them through and they'd send the test away. And it's they said it will take a day to, you know, 24 to 48 hours to hear back from the tests. So then we went home and we just thought, right, we got all the, you know, we we have to obviously self-isolate for 10 days. We have symptoms anyway, so we have to self-isolate for 10 days from there. And the, so the, sorry, so the Monday, um, I didn't feel too bad, but I had a tickly throat and a funny head. The throat was sort of come and going. That weren't much of a problem. I'd sort of, that was just the Monday was quite a tickly throat. But it was, I wasn't too bad. It was just a genuine sort of coldy feeling and a different feeling. I did experience quite a lot of heart rate. My heart rate sped up quite a lot. And this was often just before bed. But I might put that to knowing I had the coronavirus and then any little... See, this is the problem that what we obviously have heard and think of the coronavirus, it does put you in a fearful state. Now, I personally, I, I'm not, it's not that I'm not scared. I don't want to come over sounding strange, but I'm not worried about, I personally wasn't worried about catching the coronavirus for my sake. For other people's, yes, but for me, I just thought it really... I just took it like the cold or the flu in the sense of how I felt about it. I didn't really consider it because I didn't want to get panicky and stressful and your your nervous system, your immune system start getting a bit funny. So, but obviously there's something in your back of your mind, which is unsure. So any, knowing everything we hear about the coronavirus and all the constantly drilling into us about how everyone's dying and all this sort of thing, any small feeling you get, you're very aware of. Even if you're not that, you know, worried about the coronavirus, there's something in the back of your head which is a bit like, oh, I've, I've got it. Actually, I feel a bit strange. What if I'm suddenly, you know, dying? Which people do, and it's a dreadful, dreadful thing that's going around. However, when I got into bed, I when I started feeling and becoming more aware of things, my heart rate would speed up. And then obviously thinking, oh my gosh, my heart rate's speeding up. Am I dying? Then it just sped up even more. I put this down to just knowing and becoming aware and and a bit of fear. However, my problem from there on, most days were the same. However, I thought I was getting better. And then the next day, it'd be something new. So the Monday and Tuesday were pretty much the same but I didn't lose my sense of smell my sense of taste my mum did she lost her smell and taste dad didn't mum mum's experience was she felt very sick her stomach and that was all she really had was sickness she couldn't move about because she had no energy it drained her but she felt sick and had an upset stomach and had to keep running to the toilet but she had it in a sick sort of way my dad just had it in a his main thing was and my dad you know is in his late 60s my mum's in her mid 60s so they're older 
and my dad's not been very well. Mum has had a lot of sort of skin cancer and things, so they're not, you know, the healthiest of people. But dad's experience of it was just more like fluy symptoms, just the standard fluy symptoms, nothing to really pinpoint. Mum was very sick, like I said, she kept feeling nausea and sickness. But me, from the Tuesday night, I could still smell, but my nose and my head. Now, the only way I can explain it from from the Tuesday onwards was, you know when you're in the bath and you go underwater backwards and the the water goes up your nose and you've got this horrible pain like in the top of your nose in between your eyes of just this burning pain. I had that constant. So from the Tuesday onwards my nose I could still smell but my nose felt like I'd gone underwater backwards water had gone up my nose you know like bubble bath water and it was stinging I can't explain it if it was sort of stinging but it was just this horrible feeling at the top of my nose like in between my eyes I still had headaches but this this main thing now was my nose and then when I breathe in through my nose it was burning the top of my nose like just burning in between my eyes and the headache started going about now but my main experience of the coronavirus the start with it was just pure constant numb headaches horrible headache constant and your, my eyes ached that was my only really problem my only real problem um and then like i said my nose my nose just felt like I'd gone underwater backwards and the water had gone up my nose. From then on, it was just, that was the main problem. So that was from the Tuesday onwards. I was getting better. However, my nose was an issue. That Well, not an issue. I could It was fine. I could cope with it, but it was very uncomfortable. I knew it was there. It wasn't anything bad because I was still... It's important that I tell you, I was still moving. Well, I was laying around a lot because I was stuck indoors all the time. Luckily, I had my PlayStation. I was on there a lot of the time. My friends, you know, playing online with them. And I was watching some films and things. But my experience was headache. That I didn't, that was just constant. So I did have to take paracetamol for that. And then my nose, like I explained. From then on, I was getting better. However... I was getting sort of out of breath and funny. So it wasn't like I could start running marathons. Obviously, I'm self-isolating anyway, but I couldn't do my working out or anything. So I, I probably could have. If I'm honest, I got in a lazy mindset. And I think that it was more now, it was actually being lazy and not doing much, which was actually making me feel more vulnerable. But that, like I said, that nose was very uncomfortable. That lasted a while. It was quite, I you know, I knew about it when it first came on. It went, but it was still there. I didn't know if I'd lost my smell or not, but when I smelt things, I could smell them, so I didn't. But it was definitely altering something up my nose and in between my eyes. And then I was, it was just getting better, really. I wasn't that bad, but I was just sort of getting better from there. And then, I can't remember what day it was, However, after a few days of feeling all right, I was 
I spent a day of being very dizzy. I was fine. I didn't feel bad at all. My nose might have been a bit iffy still. But when I moved about or stood up, I was dizzy to a point where, you know, when you used to get on a roundabout when you're a kid and stand up and things sort of sort of twist about and spin. It was like that. I spent a day feeling dizzy. I felt fine. But I was just so dizzy when I stood up and walked about and tried to focus on things. I was dizzy. So again, I just laid there and, um, you know, it might be a factor of just constant. I, I did spend most of the time laying down watching telly. Um, because obviously I'm, this thing's unknown and it was strange because I'd be ill and then the next day I'd be better or getting better and then I'd be something else would come up so I thought I'm not going to start doing exercises and things I'm just gonna take this time to rest so I had that day of dizziness and and then after that you know I was fine getting better the weekend what, what is today Wednesday yeah so the weekend just gone you know, I was getting better. The Sunday, I decided to start um, moving about, doing a bit of boxing on my boxing bag just to get my, my lungs going, just to see how I felt. So I'd done a little bit then. Um, the the Monday, I'd done a bit more, get my heart rate moving, get the blood flow and see how I felt. Felt fine. Tuesday, went for longer and it was fine. Um, and... Yesterday was my last day of isolation and they, I had a lot of phone calls from the NHS just to see how I was, but to make sure I was self-isolating still, see how I felt. Um, and they say that on, you know, at the end of the isolation, which 10 days, they said to me that I... My 10 days ran out yesterday and they had, they do it from 10 days from when I was ill on the Saturday. Um, that's how they said it. Obviously, we're in lockdown and things anyway, so we're not going to go messing about and come in contact with people. Um, but my 10 days ran out yesterday. I feel fine. Yeah, so the NHS person said to me, if at the end of your 10 days, if you've got, you need, you know, diarrhea, sickness high temperature then you still got to stay at home however if you have a cough and everything else is fine it doesn't matter because the cough can last months after the coronavirus i am fine i actually feel quite energized um i haven't had time off or rest all year since last january i haven't had a day off work i've always been physical work and as well outside in the garden on the land and things um and in the house but I feel fine you know my head's a bit well I feel fine I do have a cough now and then just a gentle cough but I feel fine and I'm very fortunate and I'm very grateful and my thoughts go out to all the people out there that are struggling a lot worse than I am. People have lost loved ones. One thing I will say is that um, my nana had been in contact because someone had taken a test, 
been fine and then the bubble with my nana to support her because she's all alone she needs support and whilst they were helping her they went downhill and had actually had the coronavirus even though the day before they had a test that was negative and then they started feeling really funny when they're with my nana so they went and booked in for a test and they were positive um however my nana she's never had a cold and a flu in her life she's in a i think she's about 90 odd um so it's been a week since she was in contact with the person who had the coronavirus while they're with her and she's fine my nan is not feeling anything um so again very fortunate it's not been the same for other people and my thoughts go out to all the people out there that have struggled that are struggling that have lost loved ones it's a frightening time now my mum she was she did she felt really my mum doesn't if she's ill or unwell, she will just just sit down, be quiet. You won't even know it. You know, she might just walk off somewhere, be sick. You wouldn't even know. And she'd sit there um, and then she'd always try and get about and tidy up. However, she felt really ill. And there were moments where she'd be, get, she weren't, you know, she was not the worst she's ever been. She felt sick with it. But then sometimes that really hit her in an evening or in a morning. That might really hit her for an hour or so. And she'd be really unwell for about an hour. But then she'd feel better. Dad sort of had a fluey cold-like symptoms for a good three weeks. Um, but again, it, I think it was just the thought and the fear of knowing it was the coronavirus that um, change things because I know that when mum was getting tested negative and she felt like we did my my dad and that weren't really as worried but as soon as they knew that it was the coronavirus I noticed a change but then once their mind was off it they were feeling better same with me um, but my overall experience of the coronavirus was was not too bad for me personally I'm very grateful and I'm very sorry to those that are struggling but my experience, my flu was worse when I had that. Um, I'm not saying, you know, as anything about it. I'm just saying my experience with it. And I think it's good that I I do say how, you know, put it out there that I had this experience and it wasn't that bad. My mum and dad being in their 60s and not being very well, they've had the coronavirus and they weren't bad. We're very fortunate. I'm not saying it's not bad because it affects people differently. But I do think it's good to tell people when you've had it and it's not bad as well. So you can also spread a bit of positivity. So my mum's experience of the coronavirus was sickness and nausea. That was the main symptoms. My dad was just mainly sort of the fluey, heavy, um, tired and a bit his body was achy my experience was a horrible constant headache and then my nose burning in between my eyes other than that it wasn't you know the worst and we're better and very fortunate and I really hope this has helped somebody somewhere somehow but for me what helped me personally I was having so I was making sort of for lunch or dinner hot like soupy brothy thing so I would boil the kettle and I would 
cut up some onions, grind a little bit of garlic, and I'd put that boiling for a good amount of time. And then I'd cook up some, you know, some haddock or some different vegetables, and I'd put it in this this boiling water with a bit of stock chicken stock cube and granules in there just to make it taste nice, and some whole wheat or whole grain. Um, fine noodles sort of things and I would cook that and boil that up for a while and I'd sort of have this hot soupy noodly whole wheat noodle and vegetables and that warmth I think helped me like I said I had a lot of cup of teas and that actually helped my throat and, and it sort of soothed me my chest a bit so lots of cups of teas helped me um, in the mornings, I then started having asparagus, mushrooms, two eggs and smoked salmon because I wanted to get some potassium and goodness in me. So that's what I had every morning. I had a, a yakal and I did buy Manuka honey, Manuka doctor. Um, it's quite expensive, but that Manuka honey is supposed to be very good for your throat and cough. So I just personally bought a tub of that. And I just have some in the morning, some in the evening. Um, that's what I would do personally. But I did find a lot of cups of teas, like warm drinks, warm soupy things. So like warm soups, just make, like I said, make your own stock cube and granules in some boiling water and put some onions and garlic and vegetables in there and just boil it. That helped me a lot. Um one evening I decided to order a pizza and just have a whole load of that just to comfort myself. To be honest, that made me feel pretty sickly, but that was something completely different because I'd overeaten. I actually had a large pizza to myself, a whole box of chicken strippers and a whole box of cookies. Um, I, I didn't lose my appetite. I am a funny person when it comes to eating because I just eat when I'm not hungry anyway. But fortunately, I kept my taste and my smell. But yeah, so hot drinks and that, definitely moving about, getting up, walking about, moving my arms helped me. I'm not one that takes paracetamols and painkillers, but I had a horrible headache and that did help me. Paracetamols helped me. But my experience, that was my experience. If you've got any questions about that or anything at all, you know you can email me at cubitmentalwellbeing at gmail.com. Dot com and also my my website if you want to get in touch with me is www.cubitmentalwellbeing.co.uk you can contact me through there and i really really hope you're all doing well during these difficult times take time out for yourself and i, I hope this has helped you in some way i'm very lucky and fortunate that my experience was minimal my thoughts go out there to all of you that are struggling, but I hope this helps in some way. But um, if you have, like me, painkillers helped with my headache, hot cups of teas all the time, I was just having teas constantly, helped me. The warm, soupy stuff I made helped me as well. And I I had a day of eating a lot of sort of pasta and things just to boost my carb carbohydrates to give me a bit of energy. And it's important just to rest a little bit extra. And and that was my experience and my story. Thank you for listening to me ramble on. Um, I hope it made sense in some way. 
and I wish you well wherever you are right now. Take care of yourself. Thank you for listening. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. You take care.